appreciate y'all for riding with your girl right here on the morning shift where shift happens. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A blessing for us to be alive, beautiful people. Blessing for us to be alive. Somebody somewhere does not have this opportunity, but I am extremely grateful that each of us, God has kept us and blessed us as we've traveled, as we've returned home, as we go about our day doing our work. Um, and it's just a blessing again for us to be here. The morning shift is being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary. They're located at 500 East Alden Avenue right here in Valdosta, Georgia. They can be reached by calling area code 229-247-4141. Again, that number is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Gatlin Mortuary is owned and operated by Mr. James K. Gatlin, who is also a licensed funeral director and embalmer. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust and that's Gatlin Mortuary. It is with great sadness that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Miss Sandra McKitty of Valdosta, Georgia. We are honored to be selected by our family to serve them with excellence through professional service during this their time of bereavement. The life celebration services for Miss Sandra McKinney are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. It is also with great sadness that Gatlin Mortuary announces the passing of Mr. Tracy Lynn York of Valdosta, Georgia. We are honored to be selected by his family to serve them with excellence through professional service. The life celebration services for Mr. Mr. Tracy Lynn York are currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. Again, in your family's time of need, please make sure that you call in the name that you can trust, and that's Gatlin Mortuary, where we provide modern-day services with traditional values. The focus that I want to give us for today as we move through this day that the Lord has given to us is about making the best use of your time, making the best use of your time. And so today's affirmation that I would like for us all to jump jump in on is today I commit to making the best use of my time. Today I commit to making the best use of my time. That's what I'm going to commit to today. No wasting time. No procrastination, not putting off for tomorrow the things that we can do today. But today I commit to making the best use of my time. That means you cannot afford to allow anything to get you sidetracked. You cannot allow yourself to be distracted by things that um, that don't deserve uh, your attention. Uh, you got to make sure that you stay focused. When you're going to make the best use of your time, you have to commit to staying focused, not being distracted, um, not being idle, not being stagnant, making the best use of your time. As I've learned now, when you are busy making the best use of your time you ain't got time to listen to the rubbish that go on throughout the day you don't have time to listen to the nonsense you don't have time to pause to lend your ear to lies and foolishness so today you got to be busy beautiful people today i commit to making the best use of my time you know what you got to get accomplished you know what you're working for 
You know what you're striving for. You know what you're pushing for. You know what all you got to get done. And most of us have in our minds when we wake up or before we go to sleep the night before, many of us have in our minds what's on our calendar. We have a mental calendar of all the things that we need to get accomplished. Okay. So we, again, when we have this in our heart and our minds to do, or even on our physical calendars, uh, we know that we don't have time because we busy now. So we don't have time to, again, pause and give our ear and our attention to things that are not, listen, that are not going to help us accomplish what's on our list. If this is on my list to do, if what you talking about, what somebody else got going on, what somebody's doing or saying, if it does not help me and contribute to the journey of accomplishment, then I don't have, I don't have time to be busy with it. So we all need to stay busy today. We all need to stay busy today. So I need to, let's go ahead and get it together. I got to stay busy today because I got to make the best use of my time. And not all the time, beautiful people, not just the simple fact that you being busy, but what are you busy with? It's okay to stay busy. But the question is, what are you busy with? Are you busy doing nothing? What are you busy with? Are you being a busy body? Honey, y'all done heard that language before. Busy body, that means meddling in other men's matters, other people's business. What other people got going on. I don't, I don't have time to be busy with that. Second Thessalonians chapter 3 and 11 says that we hear that some of you are idle and disruptive. Meaning some people that's not going anywhere, doing a whole lot. But not going anywhere, being disruptive, not going anywhere and being disruptive, making somebody else's life miserable because they're not going anywhere. Say so we hear that some of you are idle and disruptive. They are not busy. They are busy bodies. Oh, my God. They are not busy, but they are busy bodies. So you got to make sure, again, when you're trying to make the best use of your time, that should not include meddling and involving yourself in things that don't involve you. Got to stay busy. I, I got things I'm trying to get accomplished. I got places I got to go. Places that I'm striving to get to. Places that I'm trying to go in. Right? I got I got a whole gamut of things that I've, I've got to keep my wheels turning on. So that means sometime today, you may have to isolate yourself from all the rigmarole of what's going on in your life just so you can regroup. Because sometimes, although we may be busy accomplishing the things that we need to accomplish and making the best use of our time, sometimes we have to pull away, regroup, refocus, redirect our attention, and remind ourselves of what we have on our calendars to do. And as you get things accomplished, put that check mark beside it. You know, even if you don't have that physical calendar in your mind, your mentality, put the check mark by, by. So as you get reached the halfway point through your day, you can look back and say, you know what? These are the things that I said that I wanted to get accomplished by noon and I'll be, I got them accomplished or I didn't get nothing accomplished. I didn't get none of the stuff that I planned on doing accomplished. So you have to have that checklist, right? 
And so you can gauge your progress. Oh, my God. Sometimes, beautiful people, oh, my goodness, this is good. Sometimes you have to pause to gauge your progress. As you are going through your day, pause to gauge your progress so you'll know where you are. Because it would be horrible if you have all of these things on your to-do list. And right before you go to bed tonight, if you have not taken um, inventory of what you have on your list, tonight you get ready to lay down and now you frustrated because you take this moment to go back over your list and you realize that you have not gotten, you have not gotten anything done. I mean, nothing done at all. And so now you end your evening unfulfilled. You end your evening unaccomplished. You end your evening frustrated because you did not properly manage and make the best use of your time today. Again, it's not that you're busy, but what are you busy with? People call, oh, I'm busy. What you busy with? Just laying around? And maybe that's that's a part of their their calendar is to recuperate and recover. But you definitely don't want to be busy doing nothing. In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58, it says, Keep busy always in your work for the Lord. Honey, we busy in everything except for the work of the Lord. Now, this is the word of God. Don't be busy doing everything and put the work for the Lord on the back burner. Don't be busy doing everything and forget God. Forget to be busy about his business, what he's called and assigned and chosen for you to do. It's the word. It says, keep busy always in your work for the Lord, since you know that nothing that you do in the Lord's service is ever useless. Knowing that your labor, King James verse, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Because you'll be busy for him. You're going to be rewarded for what you do for him now. You may you may not be rewarded or thanked or appreciated or nothing by, by man. But, but God is going to reward the works of your hands. So I want to encourage you, beautiful people. Don't get slack or don't get stagnant, idle, and disruptive with your work for the Lord. People of God need to hear you. If you've been a gift, if you've been, God has given you the gift of ministry, the gift of um, growing disciples and, and breeding and developing disciples, and drawing people to the kingdom, it ain't a time for you to get slack. Now, you done, you done had 14 months off. Keep busy always in your work for the Lord. The people who are prospering in their ministry, the people who are growing in their ministry, talk Smith, the people who are seeing a difference in their ministry are those who have kept busy in their work for the Lord. You will not see growth. You will not see progress. You will not see accomplishment. You will not see fulfillment if you are busy doing nothing. Are you busy growing? Don't be afraid of growing. Don't be afraid. What you need to be afraid of, what we should be afraid of, if we're going to be scared of anything, is standing still. Do not be afraid of growing. Do not be afraid of becoming. Be afraid of standing still and not going anywhere. I Today, I commit to making the best use of my time, and I got to take time for devotion. I got to take time for my service to the Lord. I got to take time doing what he's called for me to do. So make sure now, if God has called you to people, make sure that you're not busy with paper, more busy with paper, paper than you are with people. Oh, my goodness.
Make sure that you're not just busy with paper, that you're also taking time for people. And if God has gifted you in dealing with the work of your hands in the writings and, and books and letters and and in the words or, or whatever it is that you do with your hands in terms of writing, make sure that if God has not given you the gift of, of dealing with people on a personal or interpersonal level, that you are not neglecting the paper, paper and people. Mm -hmm. Some of us be busy everywhere doing everything except what we're supposed to be doing at home. Good God from Zion. Titus chapter number two and verse five. Titus chapter number two and verse number five. And it's talking about how we should be doing good for the sake of the gospel. And, and it starts by reading, likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way that they live, not slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, be subject to their husbands, so that no one will malign the word of God. Be busy at home. Some of us be busy everywhere but home. Always gone. Never taken care of home. But here is the word is strictly talking to the women and how we should teach the younger women to be busy at home, honey. Don't be going out everywhere and taking care and doing everything. Preaching here and there. Ripping and running here and there. Going here and there and not being busy at home. That's the word. Fight with the word. Don't fight with me. Fight with the word. So we got to make the best use of our time, not only at work, not only at church. So we brought it. I brought it in three different places. Not only at work, not only at church, but also at home. You should not spend more time away doing business than you do business at home. Because home is our first ministry. That's what the Bible says. Charity. Love begins at home. I wish I had some help through here. Charity begins at home. Then, whoop, I know I got some apostles on with me listening today. I got some pastors. I got some elders and, and ministers on here with me today. I got even some just a plain old people that ain't got no title that can appreciate this. Don't be busy everywhere but home. Charity begins at home and then spreads. And then spreads. So today, you got to commit to making the best use of your time at work, uh, in ministry, and at home. And at home. So again, today, it's not just about being busy. It's not just about being busy. But what are you busy with? Getting things accomplished, getting things marked off the checklist, handling the work of ministry, whatever that may be, and then being busy at home. If you be busy and make the best use of your time, then you won't have to go back in and waste additional time trying to get accomplished what you didn't get accomplished, wasting time tomorrow, tomorrow trying to get accomplished what you didn't do today. So now you doubled up. So today, commit to making the best use of